Hey everybody, it's been a 007 back for another 10 minute movie review and today I'm going to talk about three films super quickly. The first is a really grungy, stylish revenge thriller called Sympathy for the Devil that is out in the UK this week. And then I'm going to quickly cover off the live action slash animated comedy Strays that came out a couple of weeks ago and quickly catch up on the latest Indiana Jones film, The Dial of Destiny. So let's start off with Sympathy for the Devil, which is a really low budget, no budget, grungy thriller. It's taut. It's just 90 minutes. It's going to be hard for you to find it. It came out in the US a month ago. It's, I think, available to rent and stream in the UK as of this weekend. I think it's really stylish. It's brutal. It's dark. It's directed by Yuval Adler, who made The Secrets We Keep. It's a debut feature writer called Luke Paradise. And the cinematographer, Steve Holleran, oh, I cannot speak enough for how beautiful and slippery and sinister this film looks. It's basically a two-hander between Nick Cage and Joel Kinnaman. And I suspect that your tolerance for this film is going to depend on how far you enjoy Nick Cage being as crazy as he can be. In this film, he's got bright red hair. He's wearing a sort of red brocade smoking jacket and he has a thick Boston accent and he is full Nick Cage. It will also help going into this film if you like those kind of Tarantino pastiche grindhouse films. So the film opens with Joel Kinnaman's Uber driver going to see his pregnant wife give birth and he's driving through the dark black neon lit streets of off-strip Vegas. The entire film takes place at night. Barely a moment passes when he's carjacked by Nick Cage in aforementioned crazy man getup, holding a gun and telling him to drive. What then follows is a very talky, really hilarious, I think, but also sinister, twisty thriller. And I cannot really tell you more than that, other than that Nick Cage thinks he's holding Joel Kinnaman to account. And obviously, because of the title of the film, we're wondering if Nick Cage is indeed the devil. Um, I would argue it's a little bit of a misdirect. The whole film just passes in the blink of an eye. There are two amazing set pieces. The first is an incredibly funny scene in a diner, ultra-violent also. And the second is a kind of hellish shootout in a car lot with lorries and a burnt, smoky, orange sky. It feels like you could literally be in hell. And I cannot say how impressed I am with a director and a cinematographer for pulling off an action sequence that is both that stylish, but actually has moral heft, if I can say that in a kind of low budget Nick Cage B movie. I would really encourage you to check this film out. It's had basically zero marketing, a soft release. I think the only people who are going to find it are the Nick Cage Uber fans. But I think it will really repay your efforts in seeking it out. So that's kind of my film of the week. The second film I want to spend a few moments on is Strays, which is still in cinemas. It has a running time of 93 minutes, so it's also pretty short. And it was released in mid-August. This wants to be a sort of foul-mouthed adult comedy with animation and live action. I feel that it never fully commits to that. It never fully commits to the sheer filth of a film like Ted, which I thought was hilarious. 
And as a consequence, I think it sort of finds itself stranded and caught between two stalls. Is it a gentle, warm-hearted buddy comedy? I think so, actually, more than the sort of foul-mouthed black comedy. Will Ferrell stars as the voice of a really gorgeous little relentlessly optimistic but quite naive dog called Reggie. And it's clear to us viewing it that his owner, Doug, played by Will Forte, is really, really abusive and also trying to get rid of him. Doug finally achieves this and then poor little Reggie has to be taken in by a group of stray dogs led by Bug, played by Jamie Foxx. And Bug is a very cynical, very wisecracking streets street smart dog who hates humans because he was also abused by humans and together with his fellow strays Maggie voiced by Isla Fisher and Hunter voiced by Randall Park um, they have to kind of show Reggie that actually his owner was treating him really badly so it's almost a kind of emancipation film and a coming-of-age film for Reggie who has to realize that you know not all humans are nice uh, but you can learn skills and kind of get ahead in life with your gang of buddy dogs I guess The film started off strong with some really good black humour. I felt it just settled back into a sort of pretty average, mediocre, gentle buddy comedy. I kind of found myself losing interest in it. I really wish the writer Dan Perot from American Vandal and director Josh Greenbaum, who did Barb and Stargo to Vista Del Mar, another very meh comedy. I really wish they'd had the courage to commit to going fully X-rated adult humour, but they didn't. And as such, I think Strays is very much a sort of two-star film and one you can avoid. Sadly, that description also applies to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which was released in June. It's PG-13. It's an interminable 154 minutes long I used to love the Indiana Jones films, especially one, two and three. This is the fifth installment. It's directed by James Mangold, who did the amazing Ford versus Ferrari and Logan. So it's not his fault. I think the problem is, is that this film is fan service. It takes all the elements of those early Indiana Jones films that we loved. It remixes them and just gives us another movie. So everything is really familiar. We have evil Nazis. We have Indy in a dusty desert town in a rickety vehicle outrunning the bad guys. We have Indy um, assisting a bumbling but super smart British archaeologist. We have Indy trying to find a MacGuffin with supernatural spooky powers. And we also, I cannot believe in 2023, have Indy with a precocious short ethnic minority sidekick. Come on, guys, come on. Have we not learned anything since the 1980s? The problem is, is that as much as I love those old films, cinema thrills have moved on since then. So if you just get a repeat of a sort of tuk-tuk car chase in a souk that we already saw in the mid-1980s, since then, movies have moved on. This summer, we saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning give us a car chase in a Fiat Uno in Rome that was miles ahead of what we're seeing here. And so it just feels very dusty, very old and... You can kind of see how they've put the jigsaw together, but it's just really depressing, actually. And I just didn't like it. I think that if you want to see a grumpy old indie, you're better off watching the Apple TV series Shrinking, which stars Harrison Ford as a grumpy old man and is actually pretty funny. I didn't think Phoebe Waller-Bridge added much as Helena Shaw, who's Indy's goddaughter and is meant to be the sort of the devil-may-care adventurous girl in the film. For some reason, they didn't let her natural humour come out. And it's just quite a muted, quite dull, and as I said, incredibly long film. Overall, this is a film that has no charisma, it has no zip, it 
has no energy. It just feels like a shameless cash-in. And I know it wants us to wallow in nostalgia, but I think the best way to do that is just to go back and watch the first three Indiana Jones films. So to summarise, Sympathy for the Devil, Small, Grungy, Fantastic, Strays, Kind of Meh, and sadly, Indy 5, also Kind of Meh. Surprisingly so, given that it stars Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Toby Jones, who I love, and Mads Mikkelsen. Just very handsomely made, but nothing to really grab you. Anyway, those are a few movie recommendations for the weekend. Whatever you watch, I hope you really enjoy it. A reminder that you can find full written reviews at bina007.com. Thank you for listening.